Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The Word of God from Exodus chapter 12, verse 21. Then Moses called all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and select lambs for yourselves according to your clans and kill the Passover lamb. This is God's word. The Bible, particularly in the Old Testament, is bloody and messy. And that might seem a little strange to our ears because it's not that the Bible is somehow out of touch. It's that we've changed, especially in the last hundred years or so, where we're not around blood as much as people used to be. For example... There was a time when in a church, pretty much everyone had had their hand in butchering livestock, butchering a cow, a pig, processing a deer during hunting season. Now it's probably not as great of a percentage of the congregation, though there are still many who have done it. But along with that, we as people have adopted this method of assigning human qualities to animals at the very same time that we've stopped being surrounded by the death of animals. And I'm as, I'm as guilty of this as anyone. We have a boxer in our family. His name is Roscoe. I'm referred to as his dad, and Heather is his mom, and my kids are his brother and sisters. That's a relatively new way that people talk about their animals. And I heard a person once say to me after losing a dear beloved pet, it was like losing one of my children. My initial thought was, you're poor children. (laughs) But maybe that says more about our love of animals rather than a decrease in our love of people. At least I hope so. We have an increasing discomfort with the idea of violence being done to animals. We, We treat their injuries and illnesses with Medications, surgeries, multiple visits to vets and doctors and specialists. Some go so far to avoid meat. We see how there is such a push in our society to go vegan and to stop the meat industry. And we remain increasingly squeamish toward the slaughter of animals. That doesn't change the fact, though, that In Old Testament Israel, blood was everywhere. And certainly it would have been on that very first Passover. 
We don't know how many Israelites there were in Egypt at the time of the Passover. Estimates range anywhere from 20,000 to 2 to 3 million. It was a lot of people and there was a lot of blood spilt on the night of that very first Passover. And that spilling of blood would continue from generation to generation, which is what Moses makes clear to the Israelites in our Old Testament reading tonight. When your children say to you, what do you mean by this service? You shall say, it is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover. For he passed over the houses of the people of Israel in Egypt. When he struck the Egyptians, but spared our houses. Either be struck or be spared. To be spared, the lamb would have to be stricken in your place. The lambs were struck that Israel might not be struck. The Egyptians were struck, all of their firstborn dead, because there was no lamb to be struck in their place. We call the assigning of human characteristics to animals, objects, any sort of thing, it's called personification. To make something like a person. Well, Jesus Christ is the true personification of the Passover lamb. Our passion reading tonight from all four evangelists, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, details him being struck. It wasn't the first blow that killed him as it would have been with a lamb. Even amongst all that bloodshed in Israel, they would have at least been humane. It would have been one cut to kill the lamb. Jesus took many, along with nails through his hands and feet, and after death, a spear into his side. He is struck so that you are not. I'm always mindful of, in the category of things that'll make one squeamish, the way Mel Gibson's movie, The Passion of the Christ, depicted the passion of Jesus, his suffering, his torture the flogging he received. It was graphic. It was uncomfortable. And I know I myself and a lot of those who also saw it walked away from it feeling guilt and shame over what Christ had to endure because I think there's a sense in which we're like, well, that should be me. On the one hand, yes, it should be you. Or me. Because sin means we deserve to be stricken. But on the other hand, 
No, we shouldn't feel guilt over the cross of Christ. He's there because he's the lamb that God has provided. Just as God sent lambs to be stricken so that Israel would be not, he has sent a lamb that keeps you from being stricken. There is no crucifixion like Jesus's awaiting you, though we do carry crosses in this world, though we do suffer. Only Jesus could be the lamb stricken for sinners. Only Jesus could pay that price. And so, we, the people of God, give thanks to God for the Lamb personified. The Lamb that's a human in every regard. The Lamb that is God himself. The Lamb of whom the crowd said, His blood be on us and our children. Were more ironic words ever spoken. Because indeed his blood is on us. He is our Passover lamb. And the eternal grip of death passes over us. As we are marked with the one stricken in our place. Amen. Peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.